I think that Casper was a huge um, turning point that it nurtured that creative side of me and also the understanding that you could make it into to a career. It's actually funny how many alumni, you know, I bump into here and there. We all remember working on these huge shows, doing these crazy things. I mean, not only like having a great community of um, people, like friends, but especially like the creative side. It was as a child, like being involved in music in that level with so many like-minded people, it was really growing artistically. Welcome to season three of Spotlight, focusing on alumni working in the arts as emerging artists. Join us as we find out what Casper graduates of years gone by are up to in our Where Are They Now series. Our next alumni guest is Holly Summers-Clark, a Sydney-based singer-songwriter. Holly is a Bridgetine College Randwick and Australian Institute of Music graduate. Holly has been a consistent presence in the Sydney live music scene since graduating from the Australian Institute of Music in 2010. A versatile singer-performer featured on The Voice Series 7. Holly has made her mark on multiple genres of music, from lead vocalist at Sydney Showboats to travelling her one-woman cabaret, Becoming Poison, across Australia. Holly is more than comfortable on stage in front of any audience. Before releasing her debut original music in 2018, Holly toured Australia as backing vocalist for one of Sydney's most loved rock bands, The Preachers, on their most recent Girlhood tour. Holly is a regular fixture at events and venues across Sydney as a front woman and co-founder of Top Shelf Live. Thanks for joining us, Holly. That's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. So I suppose the big question is, what got you into music? What was that thing that really got you started? Um, I don't know. I, I really don't know what got me started. I just remember always really loving to sing from when I was really, really young. It was kind of the one thing that was a constant for me. Did you have anyone who you wanted to emulate? I totally did. I've only just recently really become aware of how obsessed I was with Stevie Nicks as a kid. And I went to see um, Fleetwood Mac with my grandmother. I was really young. It was at the entertainment centre. And I didn't know who Fleetwood Mac were. But then as soon as Stevie Nicks worked on the stage, I was so obsessed with her after that. Wow. Yeah. So she was a big influence growing up. As a young girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're here to talk about your involvement sort of with Casper and things like that and then where you went to in your life, I suppose. So what years were you involved with in Casper? Oh, it was a long time ago. I think it was 2000, 2000-ish. Can you remember any of the shows that you were involved in? I do. I do very much. My favourite would have to be Entertaining Angels, which was an amazing show and I got to sing a really beautiful song called The Deer's Cry. Where was that held? That was the Entertainment Centre. So you were performing in front of 15,000 people? I honestly don't know how many, but I remember it being a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's cool. Yeah. So what can you remember from your time with Casper in terms of other people that you were working with and things? Oh, we had a great team um, that I was working with. I mean, yourself included. Oh. <laughs> Um, but it's actually funny how many alumni, you know, I bump into here and there and they, we all remember working on these huge shows, doing these crazy things. I mean, especially like Entertaining Angels, that was such a spectacular kind of thing with all of us. It's such a big team, a huge unit. You know, I really remember not only like having a great community of um, people, like friends, but especially like the creative side. It was as a child, like being involved in music in that level with so many like-minded people, it was really growing artistically. 
so what drove you to pursue your career in the arts now, which is where you live? Um, I think, you know, I really loved it. I, you know, I can't take away from that. I've just always really loved it. I think that Casper was a huge um, turning point that it nurtured that creative side of me and also the understanding that you could make it into to a career, especially like Jennifer Murphy working with her. She's someone that has been a huge part of my life, not only just in Casper, but after like studying with her at AIM. And of course, Seamus O'Grady giving me a scholarship, like making that possible for me through there. Getting to AIM and seeing that it's possible to make it a career, seeing other, you know, people doing the same thing, learning from them, my peers, and really just following that pursuit. Wow. So we've gone from school, then we've gone to AIM. Yeah. So what are we doing now? (laughs) What are we doing now? Look, now we're really busy. At the moment, I'm working full-time with my band called Top Shelf Live, and we also run a booking agency as part of that. So we have another three bands that kind of work alongside us with us and we are doing weddings I think I've got in the calendar 52 for this year booked in already so that's amazing yeah it's big (laughs) big time and it's interesting that you look at the industry in two facets from Mm. the performing side of it but then the back of house side yeah which is your great love yeah I think I think oh they're both really I mean it's, it's a great thing to be able to work for yourself and to take control mm. and like manage all of those things. And that's a really empowering thing that I think you, you learn as you go with music, turning that into a career. At the start, I really didn't enjoy that at all. I just wanted to sing. I just wanted to, you know, get out there and act and do all these little things. But now I really enjoy that kind of side of it as well. Yeah, the Having holistic that... side of the industry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Having that control as well. Hey, what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Look, it's going to sound cliche, but honestly, the best piece of advice has been, and it's come from so many different people, is to be yourself. I think it's still, it's still sinking in now more and more as I get older, you know, how to be myself more. And what's the piece of advice you'd give to our young listeners? Keep going. Enjoy it. I think, yeah, definitely enjoy it. You know, you have to work hard. There's no doubt that being a creative is, it's a tough job. Like the, it's competitive and you got to work your butt off. You want to be the best that you can be. But at the same time, it's an amazing job to be a musician, to be a singer, to be a performer. You know, how many people actually get to do that? So really enjoy those talents. So what's your dream gig? Oh, my dream gig. Now, not the 11-year-old. Yeah. Wow, my goodness. Look, it's probably still the same. The bigger the audience, the more fun it is, I guess, in a way. Um, Working in like with an, an event sort of agency right now, if we could have, I don't know, like a wedding in the Maldives where we take the whole band we get to spend the whole week there. Something like that would be really, really cool. A nice gig. <laughs> a really nice gig. <laughs> Here's a jump side question. Yeah. <laughs> so you talked about the creativity. So what's your creative process like? How do you start, go from a blank piece of paper to a finished product? You know, it's different all the time, I think, with me. As I was, you know, when I was younger, it would just come to me and I'd like roll with it. But I find... As I'm older, the more I can kind of like sit still with myself and like 
you know, really understand the music, understand the lyrics. Sometimes I like even sit in meditation for a little while and have like ideas come to me and kind of just flowing with whatever comes really. Yeah. It's that amazing process of, yeah. of finding stillness. Yeah, definitely. To allow whatever to come. The but ideas a lot of that, to come in. Yeah. comes because of your own experience that you can bring to that process as yeah. well. Yeah. It's so cool. Okay. So we could probably just even drill down a little bit on the creative process for the song White Noise that you wrote. Yeah. That's, um, you know, songwriting is a real, I think it's a real art to be able to get involved in that. And I do not at all consider myself um, a professional at that, I guess. I'm, I mean, yes and no. It's tricky for me. I find that part the hardest, you know, having that kind of creativity to come in. There's one thing for it to come in, but then to actually write it down find something that not only you know speaks true to whatever I'm writing about but also sounds good to listen to I could write pages and pages of stuff that you probably never want to listen to but sitting down and finding something that actually sounds good something that I'm proud of that's been a long journey and then moving that from that idea of creating it from this piece of paper and writing Mm. down to actual final production yeah how is that? That's, I think that's really fun. Once you actually have the idea and you can, you know, see, see a vision of like what that story is and how you want to tell it, you know, getting in the studio, working with people who it's their job to make, you know, stuff come to life. It's, it's an amazing experience to really have that little, you know, melody that was going on in your head to be, you know, coming out in a room full of people. The first time you hear it, it's amazing. Yeah. So how would you describe the genre that you write in? It's, you know, I think like obviously studying music for a long time and also studying music theatre at AIM, I've taken a lot of different references from multiple genres. My favourites are like pop, soul, neo-soul, jazz. So there's really a little bit of everything in there, but I guess it would fit the closest into like a pop, neo-soul kind of vibe. Cool. And where can we find this music? You can find it everywhere. Um, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, all the usual places. All right, Holly, thank you so much for joining us today to share your story of your experience in Casper and what it's like now working in the industry. And we look forward to seeing you around. You will. (laughs) 